1: Hello again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell getting ready for National Signing Day coming up on Wednesday of this week. And we're just about, uh, well, less than two days away now from National Signing Day. Wes, we got uh, the final official recruiting weekend this past weekend, so a number of prospects were on campus. We're going to talk about that today. And a big week for Gamecock football. Will Muschamp and this new staff have been working very hard to try to bring in recruits, and we're going to find out Wednesday who will officially become part of the Gamecock football program. It's a big week.
0: Yeah, you know absolutely, and uh, you know one of those things where <clears throat> almost so like much and company have had to do uh, a lot of juggling. You know, came in uh, essentially with a couple of months to build an entire recruiting class. Obviously, there were guys already committed to South Carolina, but um, you know, anytime there's a there's a change in coach, uh, change in philosophy, you're going to have a change in what you're looking for as well. So uh, Muschamp had to use um, his previous relationships, the coaching staff, um, you know, below him, the assistant coaches had to use their previous relationships and get out there and and try to find guys that were interested in South Carolina and that could help South Carolina. So, um, you know, generally you look at first recruiting classes when you don't have a full uh, cycle, there's going to be some misses. I think that's just the uh, nature of the beast. That's just the – a fact you're going to have to accept, but I I do think South Carolina is set to get some guys, particularly at some positions of need, that uh, could uh, help them very, very
1: early. One position of need, Wes, is wide receiver, and the Gamecocks got a big commitment. I mean, this is a, a very important get for South Carolina over the weekend. Wide receiver Keel Pollard out of Georgia had been committed to Arkansas, but he has now switched to South Carolina, and he cited his longstanding relationship with Coach Muschamp, with Bobby Bentley, and with Coach McClendon uh, as part of the reason for him changing his mind. So Pollard, 6'2", 228 pounds, was the Georgia 6A Offensive Player of the Year last year, and he was part of a state championship team. Colquitt County High won the state championship this past year in Georgia high school football, and Keel Pollard was a driving force for that team. 76 catches for over 1,100 yards and 18 touchdowns, and this is the type of kid with you know that kind of size, Wes, 6'2", 228. This kid sounds like he's college ready.
0: Yeah, absolutely, size-wise, uh, a really, really big kid. Um, you know, someone that probably isn't going to be accused of being a speed burner, but you look at every other characteristic he has, the ability to get open uh, – soft hands, um, you know, one one of these guys that just once he gets the football is very, very hard to bring down in the open field, you know, you're talking about cornerbacks, who, even if they have, you know, the height to deal with Pollard, no cornerbacks are going to be 220 pounds, you just don't see it, so he's the guy you put out on the perimeter and, you know, let him make plays, let him use his side. Uh like I said, very, very good in the open field, and uh, he was a versatile guy for his school as well. He, uh, lined up in the backfield at times, uh, you know, he could throw the football, he could catch it, obviously. Um, uh, you know, I, I think he's one of those guys you just use in a number of ways. I I think that's kind of a common thread with this class. You look at him, you look at Rico Daddle, the running back, who also played quarterback, um, in high school, you know, they, they've got some guys now that they can use that as offensive weapons. So I, you know, I, I think that was a huge need. You look at the loss of Farrow Cooper, obviously that's huge for South Carolina. Um, you know, you look behind him, I think Debo Samuel's got a chance to be a good football player, uh, you know, he's probably the number one receiver going into next year, but, you know, you look behind him, you know, there's some talented guys, but uh, nobody that's really had an opportunity to show it in the game, so I, I think getting wide receivers like Keel Pollard, you know, Brian Edwards, who's already on campus, and then, uh, you know, we'll go into a couple of other guys as we talk about this past weekend, uh, moving into National Sign Day that they could potentially add, so... Uh, You know, adding guys at the uh, receiver position had to be a priority for South Carolina, and it certainly feels like that's something that they're going to be able to fill.
1: Wes, I know Pollard's a player that you've liked. You've talked about him extensively here on Gamecock Central Radio. Talk about his recruitment and his decision to switch from Arkansas to South Carolina. He mentioned his relationship with Brian McClendon, the Gamecock's new co-defensive coordinator. McClendon had recruited Pollard extensively when McClendon was at Georgia, and apparently, Pollard decided that hey, I'm going to stick with Brian McClendon. And I'm going to be a gamecock.
0: Yeah, he uh, he was committed to Arkansas. Arkansas had actually talked to him, you know, about coming in more as an athlete uh, with his size. You know, he's he's a kid that actually could play, you know, outside linebacker potentially in college, and that's what Arkansas had talked to him about. And you know, Arkansas really more of a of a run based. Offense, uh, you know, I think they threw it a little bit more this year than maybe they did in the past, but they're going to get in the eye formation. They're going to pound the football. Uh, it's a very pro style offense. Whereas, uh, you know, South Carolina's going to go spread. They're going to get the football into their receiver's hands. And I think that was something that very much appealed to Keel Pollard. And I, you know, I think you got to look at the job Bobby Bentley has done. Uh, going out, um, again, I, I mentioned Daddle earlier. That was a Bobby Bentley guy. You look at Keel Pollard, Bobby Bentley, bringing him in as well for someone that to um <clears throat> you know is new to the recruiting game at least from a sense of actually being you know an on the field assistant coach who actually has to go out and and uh, work guys and, and visit them and build relationships and stuff like that Bobby Bentley has really done an outstanding job you look at uh you know South Carolina going into Georgia and stealing a uh, a kid from another SEC program I, I think that speaks volumes about um What Bentley's ability is going to be as a uh, you know actual on the field assistant coach, so you know I I thought that was kind of interesting um, how his recruitment played out, and you know what there were some rumors late that uh, that Georgia could maybe even possibly make a run at Kill Pollard and and offer him, uh, but obviously South Carolina very very happy to have him in the fold. This is a kid that they offered. almost immediately once uh, Muschamp took over. He was one of the first 2016 offers that they sent out, so I know they are thrilled to have him.
1: Yeah, very exciting commitment for the Gamecocks. Receiver Keel Pollard out of Colquitt County High School in Georgia committed to the Gamecocks over the weekend. So, Wes, I count 23 newcomers now for the Gamecock class that will become official with signing day on Wednesday of this week, although it's expected that offensive lineman Lloyd Cushenberry will not commit to the University of South Carolina. He did not take his official visit to Columbia this past weekend. So tell us about him and talk about uh, some more of these newcomers coming in.
0: Right, yeah. Cushenberry uh, uh, committed to the previous staff. He was expected at South Carolina um, over the weekend for his official visit, did not make it in. Uh, you know, I, I think that means he's probably headed to Mississippi State. That's the school he did officially visit. Um, so you can mark that one off the list. But, um You know, one of these situations where South Carolina now will, as happens with a lot of kids down the stretch that took officials in the weekend, they want to wait until National Signing Day to make their um, announcements. So It's actually going to be a very, very busy National Signing Day for South Carolina. Um, And I'm going off the top of my head here, but Corey Banks, um, kid from Sandy Creek High School in Tyrone, Georgia, wide receiver, speedster, he was on campus this weekend. Committed to North Carolina, but actually considering North Carolina, South Carolina, and Alabama as his final three, he'll make his announcement early uh, Wednesday morning, 7.30 a.m. He was on campus this past weekend. Uh, Randricus Davis, um, he's from Mays High School, which uh, actually is the same high school uh, Brian McClendon graduated from that I think helped South Carolina a little bit. He'll make his decision Wednesday morning, 10 a.m., um, between South Carolina and Miami, um, you got Aaron Thompson, a kid from uh, Florida, defensive tackle. Uh, he's he's actually committed to to Maryland, uh, but is considering South Carolina and Maryland. He'll make his decision about, uh, probably around 11 o'clock on a uh, national signing day. Um, and then you've got some other kids. Uh, Stefan Taylor, he's a defensive tackle, uh, that was in this weekend considering South Carolina, Texas, and Florida State. Um, not sure what time on him yet, but he'll make his decision on National Sign Day. And then uh, Carmo Djibouti, who is a kid from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, officially visited South Carolina this past week. He will make his decision actually um, probably between South Carolina and Temple, uh, believe it or not. Uh, Temple is the very, very local school for him. And, uh, you know, he's got offers and has visited schools like Penn State, Michigan State as well. Ohio State is showing interest. Just a big-time, big-time prospect. Generally, you would say, well, how come South Carolina can't beat out Temple, you know, easily for a kid? But um, just as a very uh, thoughtful, uh, big-hearted kid, he's actually um, got some uh, some family stuff that might make him be more apt to want to stay home right there close by at, at Temple. So, uh, you know, it's, it's actually it's got the potential to be a, a very good signing day for South Carolina, and at the very least, it's going to be a very eventful signing day for South Carolina because uh, so many of these guys are going to be coming down to a final decision on Wednesday.
1: This is Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. We invite you to download the free phone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your phone. We have an iPhone app, an Android app, and we're on iTunes. Simply search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. And you can get breaking Gamecock news alerts delivered to your email inbox. Just text USC to 42828. Text USC to 42828. Wes, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. 48 hours or less remaining until the start of National Signing Day coming up on Wednesday of this week. And we'll have extensive coverage uh, throughout the day on Wednesday. Information out uh, all this week, really, regarding uh, the newest crop of Gamecock commits is there any chance that we'll see some more decommits between now and Wednesday, and give us an idea uh, who's some prospects that might not really be on the radar right now that the Gamecocks might be able to land come Wednesday?
0: Yeah, I, I, I would say there's maybe the maybe the chance of uh, of one more um, decommit. I would also say there's maybe the chance of uh, of one of those guys that we're waiting on until signing day to uh, to maybe go ahead and, and end it before signing day. Um, you know maybe maybe to not want to wait I can see that happening just kind of uh, reading the tea leaves with a couple of guys um, but as far as absolutely out of nowhere sign with the Gamecocks on Wednesday I don't foresee that right now but um, you know as, as you said um, I mean There may be a guy out there we just really don't know about uh, that we truly don't that's been kept that far under the radar. Right now, I I don't anticipate that happening, but uh, you you never say never in the world of recruiting. An
1: exciting time. Recruiting is the lifeblood of all college football programs. We're about to find out who officially will become part of this uh, Gamecock football program under new head coach Will Muschamp. Several in-state prospects have already committed. Brian Edwards from Conway is already on campus. He's already enrolled. T.J. Brunson, we learned last week, the linebacker from Richland Northeast, has committed to play for the Gamecocks. And DeAndre Champagne, wide receiver for the state champs out of Fort Dorchester High, also a Gamecock commit. And, Wes, perhaps the most talked-about prospect in this 2016 class is Brandon McIlwain, and he started with the baseball team this past weekend, the Gamecock baseball team, gearing up. For the 2016 season and McIlwain's already enrolled he's already on campus and he participated in practice with the baseball team over the weekend so high hopes for him not just for for football but for baseball as well
0: yeah McIlwain actually uh had the had the first RBI of the uh of, of South Carolina's practice sessions for this year um had a sack fly on Friday and then he actually hit two home runs on Saturday so he has already um I guess introduced himself to the South Carolina baseball program. Just a, you know, a special, special talent. I think, uh, you know, generally you wonder with with all the hype around a kid, how, how is he going to be able to handle it? How is he going to be able to whip up to that hype? Um, and generally, you know, when a kid tries to play two sports, there's a little bit of um, sort of expectation from a fan base of, well, is he really going to be able to concentrate and excel at two sports? Um, and obviously that question is not answered yet, but I, I think if any kid could do it, if any kid's got the talent and the mindset to do it, then it has to be Brandon McIlwain.
1: New era getting underway at the University of South Carolina. McIlwain had a 3.9 grade point average in high school. His father Roddy's a University of South Carolina graduate, and his grandmother lives in Irmo. So McIlwain is on campus making his impact felt in the baseball scrimmages over the weekend as the Gamecock baseball team gets ready to start the new season on February the 19th. And coming up on Wednesday of this week, National Signing Day, McElwain will be joined by a number of other recruits from around the country who will commit to play for Gamecock football. It all becomes official on Wednesday of this week, and we hope you'll keep it tuned to Gamecock Central Radio for all the latest Gamecock recruiting information. Uh, We'll have complete coverage of National Signing Day here on the website And I'll be joined by Wes Mitchell and Chris Clark on 107.5 The Game in Columbia. We'll have three hours of live National Signing Day coverage on 107.5 The Game. And, of course, uh, plenty more coverage here on Gamecock Central. So it's a big week, Wes. Looking forward to being a part of it with you. Thanks for the update.
0: Absolutely, man. I hope everyone will join us. uh... On uh, all those outlets uh, this week for complete National Science Day coverage.
1: That's right. We'll be everywhere this week. So please stay with us, and thanks for tuning in today here on Gamecock Central Radio. For Wes Mitchell, I'm Emerson Phillips. Have a great week.